When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. Hey, what's going on, 49ers fans? Uh, I'm your host, as always, John Chapman, and I'm excited to be back. I've been struggling. Uh, COVID, it's got me pretty good, and I've tried recording probably like four or five times, and just wasn't taking. I'm hoping today's going to be a little bit different. But um, what I wanted to do today, a couple different things. One, it is Memorial Day, so I want to make sure I take time to uh, say thank you uh, to all those who... Um, have sacrificed and laid down uh, their lives uh, for us and for this country. I, I love this place. It doesn't mean it doesn't have its issues. Obviously, a lot of stuff going on in society today, but I am very, very thankful for a lot of my family members serve and have served. Um, and so just want to say, you know, I appreciate the sacrifice that has been given uh, by so many, uh, which is incredible to allow us to talk football and to allow us to enjoy things that bring community together together and bring strangers off the internet you know to talk and go through all this stuff and i'm seeing all the hashtag ccs and all that stuff that's great so please bear bear with me today if i got a little bit of the sniffles i apologize i'm still struggling with this but man it's been too long i I gotta talk some football so the nfl changed a lot of things we're going to go through today some of the new NFL rules uh, has to deal with IR practice squad, which I think is the biggest takeaway for the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan uses the practice squad better than any other coach in the NFL. And so we're going to go through a little bit of the history of that, what that means changing coming forward. And we're going to be hearing from some of the 49ers coaching staff. Um, we always hear from Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, but you know, we, we've got, I've got clips from Juan Solace and man, it stinks because the 49ers audio is usually a mess, and so we have to, like, download the video, we capture it, then we got to run it through all kinds of synthesizers because the audio is just so bad. Then we got to magnify it. So for every video you see <laughs> in this show, just know that that's about 20 minutes of work, and maybe it's because I'm bad at this stuff. Juan's great. Uh, I'm still learning how to, like, synthesize all the background noise out, magnify voice, all that stuff, but when you see videos of the show, just understand – Man, we're trying, and thank you to everybody that emails and says things like, hey, man, can you 
magnify the volume on this and whatever. Whenever you guys suggest stuff, we do our best. Um, I'm not the biggest tech guy, but uh, we're going to try to make it, you know, as, as, premium quality as we possibly can so if for some reason you ever hear something on the podcast that's not to our standard let us know uh you guys are quality control you guys let us know uh really do appreciate constructive and positive criticism so that's what we got today so let's jump into it right off the bat we got our dates for cut downs and the nfl keeps bouncing back and forth a little bit on how they want um everything to to go when it regards to cuts right now every team has 90 players on their roster and we got our three cut down dates we we did once where they cut everybody at once but they're doing going back to the staggered approach so august 16th um every team cuts five so you go from 90 to 85 august 23rd a week later you cut another five 85 to 80 and then on august 30th that's the big cut down 80 to 53 players per team now every team's cutting 27 that's crazy uh you know if you multiply that out 27 times 32 i did this beforehand i can't do this off the top of my head um 864 players will be cut on the same day just to put that in perspective 262 were drafted this year so you're talking over three times the amount of players drafted lose their jobs all on the same day. So it's it's one of my least favorite days um, of the year because a lot of those players, this is how their story ends. Uh, they, they don't ever play again after that, which is frustrating. I hate that it goes out that way, but NFL stands for not for long, right? That's the idea there. Oh, what's up, Grant? Appreciate it, man. Asan, he says, glad you're feeling better. My wife's even asking how you're doing. I'm doing okay. Um, I haven't been like super sick. I'm sick. I just can't. <coughs> right on cue i just can't talk for long and so that's kind of the issue you know as a teacher or a podcaster like i just can't talk <laughs> so i feel okay just it's just the voice which uh we'll see here we're gonna jump through this um and <laughs> we'll see what's going on jackie says seriously why don't they have high quality sound text at the pressers i don't know um i don't think it's probably high up on their priorities but I've seen other teams. I remember Chip Kelly. And so if you remember Chip Kelly, it was non-existent. So I am very, very happy with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. But again, it just doesn't seem to be too much of a priority. And I get it. It's it's what it is. Now, let's go to the PUP, NFI, and IR rules. This is where it gets pretty crazy because they changed it dramatically last year and they're, they're trying to find a balance and i think they're doing a good job because it used to be if you go on ir you're done then they're like to miss three games if you went on short-term ir which that's not technically what it's called it's just ir but short-term ir means you're coming back and so if we look at that this year it's going to be four games minimum everybody that misses any time Four games minimum. And it's not unlimited anymore. You only get eight guys throughout the season. So, all right, cool. Let's put that into perspective. Last year, the 49ers returned nine players from IR. So, did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 
with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get a pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That means one less than what we had last year. Now, another change is you can bring the same guy back twice, which would have helped the 49ers. If you remember, Kevin Givens started off on IR, Came back, played like three or four games, got injured again. Then he was just a, health, a, a scratch every week. <coughs> Goodness, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, but anyway, what, what happened was we couldn't – because you couldn't put the same guy on IR twice last year. Now you can, but it counts as another spot. So you have eight different times somebody can come off IR and play, but they have to miss four games, minimum. They can miss more. So you bring somebody off after six games, seven games, eight games, whatever – but you only have eight of those. So that's going to get into some interesting decision points for the 49ers because what happens if one of your role guys gets injured and he can come off, but you know it's week five or six and you're just like, ah, are you, are you going to keep some of those spots back for just in case playoff runs, whatever else? I, I think, I don't know. This is one of the things that I think Kyle Shanahan thinks probably more ahead than a lot of the other coaches. And so that's one of the things that's going to be interesting. But if we just look at last year, listen to these names. These are all players. And let me know if I missed somebody, but I, I think I got them all. These are all players that came off IR last year. Kevin Givens, Robbie Gold, Dre Greenlaw, Jamichael Hasty, Maurice Hurst, um, George Kittle, Trey Sermon, Manuel Mosley, Trenton Cannon. That's nine. And could have had more, right? Jimmy could have been on there, but they were doing the week-to-week -week thing, and he eventually came back, things like that. So you got eight spots, and they have to miss for four games. And I'm sure the very first injury, and I always look forward to these emails, I feel like people use me as like their Google resource, and I'm totally cool with that. I'm not saying this in a negative way, but like I'll get like the same email like four or five times in a row, like, oh, is he done for the year? Does he come back? Does he count as a roster spot? All those types of things. If you go on IR, you do not count as a roster spot. Okay? No other team can grab you, whatever else. You can stash that player there for the entire remainder of the year. It doesn't matter. So whenever you see somebody going on IR, they do not count as a roster spot. Now, here's where it gets different. The initial 53-man roster, okay? And we'll, we'll go over this again once we get closer to that time in September. 
to be able to come off IR, you have to be on the initial 53-man squad. Okay? What that means. Let's say you get hurt in preseason. You have to make the initial 53, even if you're tore your MCL, right? Whatever. It doesn't matter what the injury is. Let's say it's week one of the preseason, you tear your MCL, which I hope doesn't happen. If the 49ers at any point want you to qualify to come back during this season, you have to make the 53-man roster. So you would have to count as one of those 53-man roster spots. Then you can put them right on IR afterwards, free up another roster spot, bring somebody else in. We did the same things last year, the exact same thing last year uh, with Marce- uh, with uh, Kevin Givens. So just that initial 53-man roster, if you're not on a 53-man roster to start the year, and you start on IR, you're done for the year. That's the only exception. I think that confuses people a little bit. Um, so that's there. Anyway, um, let's see here. <laughs> I, I love this. Uh, Angel, he says, John Cheese, seventh grade world history, tested pause. Man, I'm sorry, bud. Um, he doesn't get to go back to school. And that's a cool thing, man. You get these teachers like Angel. Uh, just want to say thank you, man. Appreciate you and what you do for your community. Like most people want out of their their jobs, you know. Oh man, I get some time off and stuff like that. Most teachers aren't like that. Most teachers fight to be in those those grades. So I get that, man. I appreciate that. I think that's incredible. Now, probably the biggest thing that I think affects the 49ers is the adjustment to the practice squad. Now, the NFL doesn't have a quote unquote developmental league. But they're kind of going there. And I know like the XFL and all those things, those are great things, not bad things. I wish there was a developmental league. I remember the NFL Europe days. I used to watch every single one of those games, man. I freaking loved it. More football is good for the NFL. It's good for the community. You get more people, I mean, more eyes on talent. You can do more experimental things, uh, all kinds of different stuff. So I wish there was a market for that. It's just so expensive. Uh, that That's kind of the issue. But the practice squad is extending. And again, another one of those kind of inverse effects of the COVID year because it was six players, then it was 10 players, then it was 12, and now it's all the way up to 16. You get 16 practice squad players. Every team does. And on top of that, it used to only be you know rookies and one- and two-year guys. Not anymore. 10 of the 16 can be vets. You put Julio Jones on a practice squad, right? Like now, obviously, not every player is going to be cool with that, and they're going to say, no, I don't want to be on that, whatever. That's their prerogative. They're allowed to. But you could. Theoretically, you could have Julio Jones on your practice squad. You can have 10 vets. Six players have to be two years of crew seasons or less. Um, So it's going to be a mix. And I love this about the new CBA. I I really, really do because – Kyle Shanahan is a developmental coach. It's what he's always kind of done. If you, I mean, just look up and down the roster currently and since he's arrived here, I practice squad players, Emmanuel Mosley, Raheem Moster, Juwan Jennings, Ross Dwelly, Nick Bullets, uh, Dante Johnson, DFF, Marcel Harris, Jeff Wilson Jr., Kevin Givens, Michael Hasty, River Craycraft. And I'm sure I'm missing some. Those were just the ones right off the top of my head. So you expand that number, This Kyle Shanahan's so happy. And you look at the current roster for the 49ers. It's good. 
it's it's really really deep oh that's <laughs> look at this oh richie james that's right man um yeah richie james was there too um <coughs> excuse me but we have a very deep <clears throat> roster with a lot of talent there especially this year that's just depth and so you're going to be able to retain some of that now you got to gamble and all the gambles don't always work out right you go back to dj reed like it's not just hey we got these guys we're going to cut them we're going to get it back on the practice squad because the 49ers i mean they've been in the nfc championship two out of the last three years so teams are looking at them saying all right let's get those guys and especially now with all these Shanahan disciples landing head coaching jobs and coordinator jobs. They know these players too. So no doubt the 49ers are going to get poached, but you're going to be able to get a lot of these guys back. And I think for the 49ers, that's a great thing. And especially you look at the nine draft picks they got the 14, I'm sorry, 15 undrafted free agents that they brought in. Like, good gosh, man. Like you're going to be looking to stash these guys. Um, I just finished right before I recorded this um, a Brock Purdy breakdown over on our Patreon page. And so, like, you know, the whole time I'm watching that, and if you haven't supported uh, us yet through Patreon, strongly recommend you do so. It's the best way to support the show. helps us out the most, kind of gets us to, to where we want to be. And one, it's good Lord. I went, I went through – I spent some time. I was like, man, what else could I offer my Patreon members, you know, to bring more value to that? Um, and again, you can just go to patreon.com slash 40 rush podcast. And so I started typing in, okay, Cowboys, Packers, like all these different team pages on Patreon. And I was like, holy cow, like we're doing a pretty good job. Uh, I'm not satisfied. I'm not content with that. I want to up our game there as well, for sure. But like, we're doing an okay job. And so if you haven't been over there yet, Go over there, check it out, see what you think. Uh, let us know. I mean, <clears throat> where else are you going to get all the all 22, every single snap from the last two years, every single offensive defensive snap, every single rookie? You want to go through some Aaron Banks film? That's there as well. Um, so appreciate all the supporters over there. And anyway, like going through all these other pages, it was just like, good Lord, nobody's doing what we're doing. Um, I don't know why, but nobody's offering those different things that we are. Um, which you know kind of made me feel good. And again, did make me feel good about what I'm doing. Every single thing that we're doing over there is because people ask. Again, you know, I start I said earlier, you guys want something or see something or whatever, just let me know. That's how we create everything at this 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 show. When we started, we were I was recording on my iPhone, just the audio only. And so it took a minute to get to the point where you know we were able to do this stuff. Um anyway, so what I would say it is. Brock Purdy did a breakdown this morning, him versus Baylor. And the whole time I'm watching him, I'm just like, there's no way this guy makes this roster. So why would you draft him? Well, you drafted him as Mr. Irrelevant at the end of the seventh round, pick 262 Brock Purdy. He's a developmental guy at best. Um, <laughs> his, his film was interesting. Yeah, I'm a big 12 guy, so I've watched him a lot. But there's no way he makes this roster. Now, will somebody poach him? Perhaps I doubt it. Um, so why draft them with your last pick in the seventh round? That guarantees you get your guy that you want. You know what I mean? You get your camp body, your camp arm and developmental guy. Who knows? Maybe he flashes in next year beats out Nate Sudfield or something along those. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, Tommy, let me just be very honest. And I, I got to send a text message to uh, Wayne here. 
Uh, I thought Wayne hacked and would be on with you. I accidentally clicked the wrong uh, profile to stream on because like we share because we go live together on Tuesdays. We'll be live together this Tuesday. I clicked the wrong one and immediately undid it. But I think it showed up on his channel. I got to send him like a huge uh, my bad. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. That's all on me. I, I'm sorry about that. Um, all right. Here we go. So let, let's go um, with let's jump to let's hear from some of the coaches. Because I thought this was very, very telling. Now, these are the audio that it's kind of tough because all the coaches were in the same room together at the same time. So you're going to get a little bit of background noise. I tried to clean it as much as I could. Um, this is Brian Greasy. And so the new quarterback coach, and he talks about why he joined the 49ers. And I think two things. One, listen for what he talks about, obviously. But two, listen to what he doesn't mention at all. And I really enjoyed leading a group of people, um, which was our crew, which we had over 150 or so people on Monday Night Football. And I enjoyed the leadership aspect of that. And um, But I got to a point, I did it for 13 years, and, and I got to a point um, where um, it didn't, I, I needed a new challenge. And I wasn't just going to take any job. Um, with respect to Trey in particular, like meeting him um, and getting to know him over the last several months, um, you know, he is an outstanding young man uh, in so many ways. Um, and I'm excited to continue to get to know him, uh, both on and off the field. Um, I'm excited that he comes to work every day and he's humble and he wants to get better. And I, I view it the same way. I have my entire life, you know, whether I've been playing or broadcasting, um, everybody has come to the meeting room every day and the practice field every day um, wanting to get better. And uh, and there's a lot of humility in that. A lot of positives there. Um, it's interesting, the, the approach. And again, Kyle Shanahan's kind of notorious for doing these weird hirings that nobody would expect. The whole John Lynch hand-picked GM thing. Never been a part of really a front office or whatever. Straight to GM. You get greasy straight out of the announcement booth to here. Obviously, him and their family have a lot of history together. But it was interesting. Obviously, very, very high praise for Trey Lance, which is excited. Um, but, yeah, here we go right here. Uh, Stovey, he nailed it. It's funny. Uh, Brian hasn't even talked to Jimmy. One, he didn't even mention Jimmy Garoppolo. Two, he was asked later in a different question. Um they haven't even spoken. George Kittle hasn't spoken to Jimmy. Um, nobody, uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, both said that they were surprised by the Jimmy G um, surgery issue. Not trying to jump into like, you know, whatever with the whole surgery thing, but like they, they have both been on record saying, yeah, we didn't know. Uh, we were completely blindsided, I think was the, the term that they were saying. It was a shock to us. But then um, the, the day before, Shanahan was asked about Jimmy G's trade, you know, where that is now and where it's going to be. And again, I tried to clean this one up. This was just at a regular press conference. The audio was really, really bad. So I, I'm really hoping this one comes across better. This is what Kyle Shanahan had to say about Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, nothing's changed um, since his surgery. You know, we were where we were at before that, and then he got the surgery, so everything went on hold. Um, I expect him at some time most likely to be traded, but uh, who knows? That's not a guarantee, and it's been exactly on hold when that happened, and when he's healthy, we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's 
it was crazy how just blunt honest he was. Yeah, we expect him to be traded. And we'll see. Maybe we can't trade him. That's crazy to me. Like, you know, everybody wanted to paint this notion of like, oh, wow, they're not ready to hand the keys off to Trey and whatever else. That's a thousand percent outside of the locker room. That has nothing. There's there's no way you could listen to that press clip and think that the 49ers are not completely handing everything over to Trey Lance. Now, we've been telling you this from the start. You know, as soon as Jimmy basically cried and said his goodbye to the faithful, like, it was on the wall then. And we we told y'all, like, all right, this is it. The transition took place. Brian, he said, I'm glad Kyle's being honest about it now. Like, yeah, <coughs> he is leaving nothing left. But... That's not going to stop other people from, you know, running with headlines that just make no sense and whatever else. So, like, Trey's ready. Trey's the guy. You heard it from the quarterback coach. You heard it from the head coach. You heard it from all those things. And now this was – I'm going to go back a whole nother day. Dude, if Trey Lance wasn't ready to be the quarterback, listen to this and just him addressing the media just so – this is awesome. Again, we cleaned this clip up, so I think hopefully you can hear it well. I'm hoping. Um, here we go. In the most respectful way possible, like I really, it doesn't change how I feel about you guys as people, but I, I really don't like necessarily. It's not my job to care what you guys say or anyone else on social media. I mean, for me, it's I care about what the guys in the locker room think and what my coaching staff thinks. Um, and at the end of that, that's my job. Um, you guys, unfortunately, aren't the ones that are making decisions for me. Um, or really have any effect on me in the most, again, respectful way possible. But uh, uh, I know everyone's got you know strong opinions one way or the other. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go out and, and try to prove people wrong, prove myself right. Uh, but I'm doing it for the guys in the locker room. Whew. Man, uh, you, you, cannot, you cannot tell me. Um, I, I don't know, man. I know I'm a Trey Lance guy. I know I've been a Trey Lance guy since the very, very beginning, before we drafted him. When has he disappointed? What name one action that he has done where you're like, you know what? Just no. Was it whenever he broke his finger and went in to play a game and almost beat Arizona, who had the best record in the NFL and came up barely short? I don't take that as a huge negative. I I, I don't know, man. Um, it, I'm a Trey Lance guy, and I try my hardest to be like, you know, unbiased and whatever else. But man, I'm a fan at the end of the day. And until this kid gives me some reason to doubt him, which he has not, I don't know, man. I'm all about it. Brian, he says, I love how he addressed the media with that response. Yeah, respectful. I mean, very, very respectful. But at the same time, basically just saying, y'all do whatever the hell you got to do. It's not going to affect me. Locker room, coaches. Locker room, coaches. It's crazy to think that he's the second youngest player at the quarterback position in the NFL with those types of answers. I mean... Imagine if, you know, Ryan Tannehill had that type of response instead of what he did after the draft. Like, he's beyond his years there. Um, I, I'm excited. I'm I'm all here for the Trey hype. I'm all here. Now, he's getting some help. Um, the second pick that they used, Drake uh, Jackson was their first, you know, defensive line edge play out of USC. He was awesome in the second, um, second round. But then they went and got a running back out of LSU, TDP. Well, Anthony Lynn here. And again, apologize for this clip. There's lots of background noise. We did our best we could. Uh, talking about 
TDP and why what they liked about him and why they went after why they went after him. Uh, you look at his play speed. I mean, I'm a, I was surprised when he ran four four six. You know, uh, I was, but but you can see his his play speed. Okay, it is good. His energy, it is good. His physicality, you know, it just seems like the, he was the juice of the offense. When he played well, well, that she played. And so I know he has some dicks and things here and there, but we're not asking him to carry the load. We're asking him to come in and show the backfield. Dude, look how honest they are. We're not asking them to carry the load. We're asking them to come in and share the backfield. Again, the the phrases that have all been used with Ty Davis Price. One-two punch. You know, <laughs> come in and share the backfield. One-two punch. Share the backfield. One-two punch. They're all using the same talking points. Listen to them. Like, yeah, I, they just told you, Jimmy G, yeah, we're hoping we trade him. Uh, we want him to share the backfield. It's... I don't know why. Let people uh, listen to people when they tell you what they they do until they deceive you, right? Well, what's the saying? You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Let them fool you. It hasn't happened yet. Once that happens, all right, then we can talk. Then we can talk. But that's not who this is. And that's not who Anthony and Lynn has been at any stop in his career. You can go back and watch him at Hard Knocks with the chargers dude's about all, as authentic a human being as you're going to get uh, you I, I i you can go back and look at all my tweets you can just type in like anthony at jl underscore chapman my twitter handle and then put anthony lynn you're going to see so many tweets over the past five years about how i just love that man and again is, is he a great coach i think he's a good coach was he a great head coach i don't know but i just think he's a great man he, he's a great leader he's a great human He's somebody that I would want to be around, and I think that shows. And he even talked about later on in that clip how, you know, we want. He says basically, I could coach anybody that wants to be coached, and I want to make everybody great football players. But I want to make people great men. And golly, man, I just freaking love that stuff. It's it's easy to be a part of this team as a fan or a supporter, or even a podcaster, right? Whatever the hell you want to call me. Content creator, I don't I don't know. They're, those sound like all bad names, uh, but that's okay. Uh, it's easy for me to buy 49ers merchandise and give it to my boys and say wear this with pride. And it's because of people like him. It's because of people like Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch. Like, imagine wearing a Raiders jersey and giving that to your family. Good gosh. All the stuff that's going on there now. You got to be kidding me, Cowboys. Oh, my gosh. Might as well just give them a jumpsuit. Uh, <laughs> if, if that's who you're going to look up to, like, I, I don't know, man. Anyway, I, I digress. Last one that I want to hear from, probably the most revered um, 49ers position coach, and that's Chris Kusarek, you know, the D-line coach who's incredible. And he gets asked, if you would ever, you know, want to be a coordinator or head coach and things like that. And again, just listen to this guy's answer, how honest he is. Um, take him for his word. Why not? He loves my passion. Um, it, you know, when I was younger, you know, I, I conceptually I always kind of want to know what's going on within the defense. Just so, you know, when I'm watching, you know, tape on our defense, uh, you know, I just can see where breakdowns happen and who should be in gaps and, you know, what coverages we're in. Um, but uh, my eyes are always drawn back to the front. You know, when I was younger, 
first three or four years in the league, I took every single note I could possibly take on coverages and all this stuff. And then I'd be taking notes on coverages when I was watching the D-line. <laughs> and so, my, you know, since I was in middle school, I've always put my hand in the ground, something I have a passion for, and something that I really don't see changing. I love it, man. <laughs> and, you know, if there's if there's something that I want to leave you with today, I'm going to cut it short. I'm struggling a little bit. Um, but again, appreciate y'all's patience and just, uh, man, I'm sorry. I hate not putting out content on the schedule that I want to, uh, it's been very, very difficult and let alone, I haven't even been at, at school. Um, but anyway, the fact that Chris Kusarek could be here for a long haul, that's about as good news as anybody could get. Um, it's hard to go from D line to coordinator. It's just different. Um, it's a completely different thing. And, D-line and O-line coaches usually are D-line and O-line coaches. Not always, um, but more often than not. And I'll say this. I, I'm so pumped and excited that he is going to be there uh, for the long haul. He's awesome. So, Brian, thank you so much. He says, get better, my friend. I will. I'm, I'm putting out content. I'm No, no more breaks. Um, and so <laughs> I'm just going to push through it. So I apologize for the voice and the sniffles and the coughs and all those things. But uh, I got I got to work, and so I'm gonna keep working. So thank you guys uh, over on Patreon. I'm putting up that uh, Brock Purdy um, video, which it should be loaded at the conclusion of this. So I should have that op- over there in about 30 minutes. So thank you guys. Appreciate all the well wishes and um, find a family member. Um, express gratitude, love, especially yeah, just with everything going on, the shootings, Memorial Day. A lot of people have sacrificed a lot for what we have, and um, take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. Appreciate you guys. As always, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.